Pod People. On today's episode of What Fresh Hell Is This? I will be talking with my friend Walter Masterson. We will be talking about all sorts of things. Italians for Israel getting canceled. And uh, the FBI is probably going to be listening in on this episode. So if I'm not around for a few weeks, you know why. Christ. What fresh hell is this? Hello and welcome to What Fresh Hell Is This with me, Stanzi Potenza. Crazy, crazy time. Um, we're recording this on Valentine's Day, so I'm spending it with you. You're not spending it with me because this episode won't come out until later. But right now, it's just me and you. Woo! This is one of the last episodes that I'm recording in my apartment because I'm moving to L.A., next month so that's gonna be pretty crazy i haven't done any packing because um i like to distract myself from responsibilities with other responsibilities like photoshopping my cat into like strip clubs and like you know making hateful content about italians and just you know so i'm just like making a lot i'm just like distracting myself with a lot of other things but um Today's an exciting episode because um, my guest today is my friend Walter Masterson. You might know him from the man who screams outside of Trump Tower. You might know him as the man who leaves birdseed outside of Fox News for all of the birds. So nice. And you might know him as the man who has unhinged interviews with MAGA supporters. Probably one of my bravest friends and certainly my only friend who is at the insurrection. So welcome to the show, Walter Masterson. Walter, hello and welcome. Thank you for coming on the show today. Hey. Before we start, something I think that is so funny um, is that when I first moved to New York, Walter texted me because we've been mutuals for a while now. Walter texted me. And was like, hey, you're in New York. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, where where are you at? And I was like, oh, I'm like kind of like uptown Manhattan. And you were like way down in Brooklyn. And then once we established like where we were, I was like, oh, wow, that's very far. We just never made any sort of plans to ever hang out. It was kind of like, well, enjoy your time in New York. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it's like, I'm in New York. And then I texted you, where are you? You're like uptown. And I was like, you're not in New York. Uh, yeah, yeah it's like, like, well, bye. <laughs> well, yeah, when you leave Massachusetts, why don't you come talk to me? Yeah, sorry. I know, I'm like still in Connecticut. <laughs> no, I, so I grew up in New York. I used to be this like Manhattanite snob. Oh, where okay. I would be like, you know, if someone had their, I remember this very specific time where my friend, his girlfriend had a birthday party in Brooklyn and he was like, oh, should I show up? Should I, and, or, or wait till she comes to party in the city with her friends and i was like dude how rude she had a party in brooklyn why not in the city like fuck her yeah fuck and, her and now i've like doubled down in the other direction where <laughs> yeah, I'm like, of course. Um, i'm in brooklyn you're in manhattan gross okay ew it's so weird how that happens because i was like that because i had like stayed here for like you know like a couple of months when i was doing some like theater program thing in like 2019 and like i spent most of my time in manhattan so then going to brooklyn i was like oh god going to brooklyn and then i was in brooklyn for the like last portion of it and i was just like oh, i'm never going to manhattan like ever again it's just never <laughs> happening it's just, like, when you're in one you just like refuse to go to the other 
And yeah. you get like weird, like this weird sort of like anti. I, I, love how you, I love how you just went like you listened, like you used a lower voice when you talked about when, back when <laughs> I, I talked about theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I make like, TikToks mm. for a living. We're like, we're like, oh, you know, know, back when I was doing theater long form. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when know, I was doing this like artistic and form stuff. where I feel the most like an artist. Uh, you know. <laughs> People roast theater kids all the time. But I, a huge part, a portion of my uh, fan base is theater kids because I like referenced theater during my like live shows and they were like, ah, yeah. And I was like, oh, OK, so you're all great. <laughs> so we're all on the I'm same saying, page. So by the way, just a big plug uh, for your live show. So I, I, w- I went to your last show. It was great. Not really what you'd expect. Uh, so I didn't expect it to just be all about Israel and, uh, you know, you had this sort of 20 minute thing where the, there was like a big banner came down of Netanyahu and you like masturbated to it. And it was kind of avant garde. I was into it. I was into it. I mean, come on, man. Like the show, it was like an experimental thing. I haven't even done yeah. the tour yet. And now they know. Yeah. God so, I mean, it. if you like Israel, you're really going to love the show. <laughs> yeah, <you're> pro Israel. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I God mean, damn it, that was that awkward part when someone screamed out <laughs> Palestine. And then I remember like you had I didn't even see that you had this beefy security. You had like these three guys came out dressed like Mossad and yeah. they just tossed them. I don't even know. The per- person's probably dead now. But yeah. Uh, but well, anyway, I mean, uh, spoilers. Your, your, her live show. Just you got to check it out. Yeah, it was really it was really different from my usual stuff. But, you know, I've been really yeah. getting away from like from like classic comedy and doing going more like the dictator route. <laughs> yeah, I remember coming up to you after the show. and I was like, wow, I, I didn't even know you were Jewish, but great show. And you're like, what? I'm not Jewish. And I was like, oh, and uh, you know, but never mind. Yeah. I know. I'm just Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but, Same thing, right? You guys I mean, argue that's arguing like this or like this, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, Hey, <laughs> that's the only, it's the only difference. <laughs> Italians, that's Italians for Israel. You know, <laughs> 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 Oh my God. <laughs> this, is, this is already like more unhinged than like anything I've like ever done. I think on this podcast, before. I was inspired <laughs> when I saw that I'd like, Listen to like the oh, previous like Brad, episodes. I was like inspired. Melissa. I was like, wow, this is a place where I can just feel free to just <laughs> yeah. be awful. And we can yeah. just, we don't have to like pretend that we're like, it's like, well, it's an influencer, you know, I just want to spread, we don't want to spread positivity. I, I don't want to influence at all. Fire. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to influence fuck? at all because I'm like, I, I'm like, you don't want, you don't want me to influence. Oh, anyone. dude, I love calling myself an influencer. It's <laughs> a, when I want to just be obnoxious, I love saying that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you are. I mean, you, I'm proud to say you are my only friend who was uh, at the insurrection, I think. <laughs> <laughs> only, only person you'd still talk to is at the insurrection. Yeah. Because, Walter, tell us a little bit about your experience going there. So I went there to make TikToks. And I dressed up like this conservative MAGA reporter. And because I was dressed like that, I was able to not get killed. And I also, people just came up and airdropped me footage of them breaking into the Capitol. And at the time, I'm thinking, wow, 
there's not a worse person you could give this to because this is going to the FBI, but it's also going on TikTok, yeah. which, I mean, if you give it to the FBI, cool. There was like a guy who torched the Associated Press news van and he said like, oh, it's all on my YouTube. Check it out. And his YouTube was his name and his birthday. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I, I remember when I figured this out, I spent a full day just being angry at his stupidity. I was like, why are you so stupid? He um, has his social security number like tattooed on his chest yeah. or something. It's just like, he's like, know, yeah, so it's my identity. <laughs> so the punchline to all this is I went there, thought I'd made some funny videos. Yeah, I like making funny interviews, blah, blah, blah. Had some great content. I was about to leave. And then I was like, what's this thing happening? Like, what's this? And I walked up in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, like walked right up on the steps. And I was like, wow, this is awful. And I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Then, and then so fast forward a few weeks later. Uh, so I was there with this other TikToker, uh, Tillery Clinton. Now, I had moved so many times during quarantine. It was ridiculous that the FBI didn't know where to find me. So they knew where Tillery Clinton lived. So they waited outside. The FBI waited outside of his house for me to go there and film a TikTok with him. So in the <laughs> middle of filming a TikTok weeks later, they're like, FBI, where's Walter Masterson? Which is kind of a weird thing to hear when you're not at your own house. Because yeah. I expected for weeks, I was like, oh, they're going to show up at my house. You know, it's just a matter of time. I mean, it was obvious that I was there. So that was hilarious. And his roommates like diving you know, over the couch because, like, he left his bong and his weed out. And I was like, bro, I don't think they're there for that. I think you're fine. So, obviously, I know that you weren't at the insurrection as an instigator because you thought that the election was rigged. But tell the worsties, tell the audience um, why you went to the insurrection and kind of your your process on being like, all right, you know what? I am just going to this thing because you obviously had no idea what was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, no, I, I had been going to these Trump rallies and doing these like daily show Borat style interviews. And they just they just kept getting better. So like after the and even after the election, they you had these stop the steal rallies where they were just the craziest of the, they were like all-star game crazy. I mean, you had people there that would call Fox news, the liberal media. And I was like, oh, that God. is a crazy thing to come out of your mouth. So I went there to get these interviews because, you know, as a theater kid, you can understand this. Yeah. They make the best improv partners. This, yeah. I mean, find. I've always said that conservatives like like conservative like like far right like far right wingers and theater kids are just basically the same. They're the well, same genre you're working of people. At the, to improv, you have to work at the top of your intelligence. Yeah, right? there's a so, lot of yes and with yes. Uh, with the oh, right wingers. Yeah, so like you know, it's like I would go up to these people at January sixth and I'd say, you know, what do you think about the government now that the Democrats are in charge? The government's going to take over Medicare. And like, they would be like, God damn it. Like, and they wouldn't stop for, and I, I tried, I kept thinking, all right, well, one of them's going to basically be like, well, you're talking about that's a government program. Like, and it just, it, it kept working. It worked on like young, old, all, or the other one was my favorite was, um, 
what do you think about uh, Nancy Pelosi and George Soros creating the banking system in Animal Crossing? (laughs) (laughs) All they heard was Soros, George Soros and banking. And they just went the fuck off. It, it like, you want to rile them up. Be like, so be like, did you hear that Nancy Pelosi and George Soros created the banking system in Animal Crossing? It, it rarely does it not work. You have to have so much courage to go to these things, but especially the insurrection. I mean, you are, you are probably my bravest friend. I can't imagine. I was sitting at home, like, on, like, yeah, I'm, like, sitting at home. It was my sister's birthday. My sister's birthday is the insurrection day. We're, like, happy birthday. Oh, that's right. You mentioned that. Your, <laughs> yeah. your sister's birthday is <laughs> the, the insurrection. insurrection. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I have this, like, I hope she doesn't listen to this anytime soon. But, like, uh, for the off. rest, yeah. I was, like, haha, fuck you. Like, this would happen to you. Your your birthday would be the insurrection day. But, but it's I'm bad having, enough like, that um, her, her birthday is in January, which already sucks already because terrible. it just it already just melds together with christmas it's like christmas so it's like yeah, eh. yeah it's like good, good luck getting a party already together a bad time like, january she's yeah, like mm-hmm. already screwed and then the maga just comes in and they're like you thought your birthday sucked for your childhood welcome to adulthood of sucky birthdaying exactly yeah so i'm like this is so it's so funny this would happen to you you're like ha 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 I'm going to make yeah. fun of you for the rest of your life. So I want to make her insurrection-themed birthday cards for the rest of her life. Um, so I have to, like, you know, I have to edit all these different cards so that they have different photos from the insurrection on, like, the outside. Every single one has to be a different insurrection-themed birthday card. And also, she's afraid of E.T., so I'm going to Photoshop E.T. into all of the photos wearing, like, MAGA hats and, like, those, like, don't tread on me flags and stuff. I'm going to just, like... It's like a Where's Waldo. Okay, so this is the sister that doesn't like E.T. Yeah, this is the sister that doesn't uh, like E.T. We will be right back. Welcome back. So you obviously are going to all of these places and interviewing conservatives and kind of doing that sort of um, that daily show thing that like, you know, Borat sort of like trolling interview uh, thing. When did that start? So like I had made, you know, one or two videos where I'd interacted with these MAGA people and they they did well and they were funny. And I noticed that there was like a comedic timing that they just possessed innately from being insane. I thought like, okay, we're onto something here. I was like, well, let me, let me go and to these rallies and like mess with people and just interview them and, you know, have, you know, ask them one question, then ask them another question that directly contradicts the first question. But one of the, one of the main catalysts for that was like a, this funny thing where I'm in front of like Trump tower. I just, finish some crazy video where I'm like screaming and yelling, but I'm wearing an American flag shirt and American flag shorts. And if you had listened to, if you'd seen me do this video, your first reaction would be, would not be, oh, this guy must love Trump. You'd think, no, he wants to light him on fire to see if the match works. (laughs) And so this woman comes up to me and she says, can you take my picture in front of Trump tower? And I said, yeah. Um, okay. And she says, well, thanks. 
I figured I could ask you. I felt like, wait, what? And she didn't hear a word I had said. She had like watched me yell and scream, but I was wearing all this American flag stuff. So she was just like, yeah, like you're, you must be with us. And I thought, wait, that's all it takes to just dress like you and give this visual identifier. And you're just on board. And I thought, wow, that's all it takes to blend in. Like, let's go, let's do it. So I started doing that. And then, you know, the election happened and I thought, well, psh, I got to move on from this. I mean, there's no way there's going to be these stupid rallies now because the election's over. <laughs> 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 and then I was like, because I spent a week or two being like, let me just figure out some type of pivot, you know, in my comedy. And then, then I was like, nope, you don't have to pivot anything. This is the same, same thing. And I thought, oh, okay. Um, but recently, though, I did start to pivot where I have started interviewing Congress people, you know, politicians of like Democratic politicians and, you know, progressives. And I'm the crazy one. And they're like the normal person in the interview. Um, and that's that's what I've been doing. It's starting to pivot where it's like the message getting across from them is a little bit more positive. Yeah, I thought like a lot of these interviews I do like people's faith in humanity just drops because they're like god damn it like why are people so stupid um but it is fun for someone to not know that I'm messing with them and them to just clap back at me in a spectacular fashion and you know say something that is you know profound and you know nice and it's still funny and so I yeah thought, well that that's what I've been doing like that's what I wanted to Start doing more of that. So do the Democrats that you are interviewing, do they are they in on the joke? Because obviously the the MAGA people that you were interviewing weren't in on the joke. They were the joke. But are these kind of Congress people in on it? So if it's a if it's a progressive politician, I'll either tell them before or after, like, hey, I'm just messing with you. If it's some incel politician, I won't tell them anything. And I'll just mess with them. <laughs> like when I had this guy from Arizona, Paul Gosar, I basically just went and told him that I live right next to the border and illegals come through my yard and I just shoot at them. Or I think they're illegal. <laughs> just, people just come through my yard and I, I shoot I at them. I think they're illegal. <laughs> yeah. My family's ranch is down in Yuma and you know, we have illegals on our land a lot. We've, we've shot at them. And, you know, our Second Amendment rights to stand our ground. I figured, why? It's not even a question. It's just a, it's just a statement. It's just <laughs> me telling him this. He's a, this is like, he's a United States congressman. Okay. And so I just said that. Like, And you can react however you want to that information. You can just think of a normal human being when you say that you do this. His, like, for, and I got him to say, great. America needs people like you. Oh, my God. It's like, wow. I was like, wow, you could have said literally anything else. Nothing. You could have just not said anything. Just been like, wow. <laughs> that it's is so... like one of the that's uh, probably yeah. like the worst. And it's, even it's while like he's the worst it. thing he could have said other than like, oh, I do the same thing. Yeah. No, but like I said, like I was like, I'm afraid that if the Democrats take power, I'm going to get arrested for shooting at them from my house. 
And he's like, yeah, well, <laughs> those people have more rights than you do. And he looked at me like, <laughs> like, yeah, they have more me rights you, than brother. you. Yeah. And I was like, holy wow. shit. And he was such a lunatic, you know, stuff like that. But if it was someone who was progressive, I'd, unless it was like Joe Manchin or Kristen Cinema, then fuck them. But yeah, no, I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm, you know, I'm just a comedian, you know, and this is, I like, it's very funny. <laughs> people keep thinking I'm a journalist. And I was like, no, that's the worst thing you could think I'm doing. Oh, people like, to Atley is... are like, you're an activist, right? And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. No, yeah. You're like, no. good God. So I put comedian in my bio, which kind of pisses people off. They're like, why would you need to like broadcast that you're a comedian? Like people that are, you know, we just, if you're a comedian, people will just get it. Like you're, you know, telling jokes. Um, so it's really funny. I'm at a weird point in my uh, artistic journey where I'm constantly having to tell people that this is comedy, you know, because yeah. obviously that's the best. That's the highest form of comedy. It's when you have to constantly <laughs> remind other people but like, this is comedy. I swear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's, I feel like um, because we're clearly on like the the good side. Right. Like, so people expect, <laughs> so like people are like, you know, they, they're, I don't know. Like, I feel like, um, some people have this, like, they're like, yeah, these are like the Jedis, right? They're like the good guys. I'm like, well, anyone who knows anything about Star Wars knows that the Jedis weren't even that good. Right. But I was like, I'm not doing any work. I'm not doing any good work. I'm just trying to be funny. And, you know, I just, my social and political views, like, align on, like, the, the good side of politics. But I'm like, no, no, I'm just doing comedy, you guys. I'm not, like, I'm not <laughs> fighting for, like, I'm, I'm not an activist. They were like, well, why don't you, like, I talked about this in my uh, stand-up I think you should show. correct people. You should correct people. Be like, listen, I'm a white feminist. Okay? <laughs> yeah. well, I was like, you don't like, want me leading the charge on social change. Yeah, but, like, listen, <laughs> I just want to get myself through the door. And then I'm going to slam it shut and put nails in it. You know, I'm just pulling blocking. the ladder up as soon as I'm like, as soon as I make it to the top. Yeah. Sayonara. Yeah. I'm like one of the, <laughs> I'm one of like the rich people that got on a boat when the Titanic sank. I was like, bye. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it looks super cold. <laughs> They're not responding. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, this is so fucked up. All those all those pores. <laughs> this is gonna get us canceled again. Again, oh, yeah. right? I love I love it when we met for the first time. We kept like sharing stories about getting canceled. Oh, so you, one of the first things we bonded over was we were like, yeah, I got banned on uh, like Twitter at some point. And, and it's like and you were like, it's really hard to get banned on Twitter. And I'm like, it is hard to get banned on Twitter because that's like the free speech platform. You know, comedy is legal <laughs> on Twitter. And yet somehow we managed to do it. <laughs> yes. I think your mom like. Your mom like would repeatedly get banned because she'd come on there and be like, "Ah, like Trump should die, like rip his fucking heart out." Yeah, my yeah. mom is like Liam Neeson on fucking Twitter. It's like I'll be scrolling through my feed and it's all like <laughs> memes and shit and just people saying like you know random bullshit and it's just and then it's her just replying to like all like politicians and any sort of like you know, conservative media person just being like, God, I like, I, I wish your whole fucking family was dead. I'm just like, Jesus Christ. She's like, I'm gonna <laughs> find you, motherfucker. I'm like, oh my God, is Liam Neeson's taken? I'm like, 
can you calm down? And then she goes on Facebook. She goes, got banned uh, like again. And then her like her like tag is like resistance fighter. And I'm like, oh, like what world are you living in, Alice? Like what are you what are you doing, Alice? Every day it's like a battle for her. It's like she wakes up and she goes on Twitter and she is ready to just like, I mean, thank God Trump isn't on Twitter anymore because like that's that was her main like target. She, everything she said, she was just like, fuck you. She was so aggressive I mean, about it. I'm like, she can, can't she do can this. throw. I mean, there's Matt, Matt Walsh is on Twitter. There's, yeah. I mean, thanks to Elon Musk, there's so many white supremacists and oh, theocratic yeah. fascists that are back on Twitter. And thanks to Elon Musk, there's a, a, it's like a for you page and it's just theocratic fascists and crypto fascists. And some of these, you know, people that are violently anti-trans and they're clogging up everyone's front page of Twitter. So, um, yeah. you know, I mean, it got your, a lot mom, worse, your mom needs to get back on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mom, if you're listening to this right now, I know you are. You need to you need to like get back in the game. I need yeah, you to get like, back on stretch, and threaten some more people. Yeah. Stretch and then and then. Go hard. Go as hard as you did when uh, Trump was still president, because it matters just as much now. I need you to need you to get back on uh, Twitter and start sending more death threats. Threaten to kill more people. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mom, I love you, but you really need to be sending more death threats. Okay. it just hasn't been enough lately. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the funny thing. So I remember when Trump was uh, president, I got ratioed canceled whatever you call it like so hard because his brother had died and everyone (laughs) was posting online like oh let's pray for trump and i was like this is stupid praying for him because like well supposedly a billionaire like you think he's a billionaire so i was like great so i went to church and i prayed that him and his brother could be reunited (laughs) and let me tell you it was terrifying. Like, I oh, it's, it's so scary. It's never what you think it, it's going to be. Like, I didn't. I had made plenty of videos. Where I was like, ah, I, you know, fuck him. You know, this one brought out. Like, there were people duetting my video, and like you could hear them in their trailer. They looked like they looked <laughs> in the trailer. You could hear they were like just terrifying. Like people that looked like a cartoon. Of some Appalachian lunatic, you know, being like, Walter Masterson, he used the Lord name in vain. And I'm like, and I'm watching it being like, this is full on terror. I was like, good God. And so I thought, you know, I need to make an apology. So I went to the Temple of Scientology and I apologized to Zenu. <laughs> I thought that was an appropriate apology, right? Apologize. So let me apologize to Zenu. Because for right now, that's my God. So I'll apologize to my God. Um, I mean, you can work things out with your God. But, you know, I'm square with Xenu. So relax. Yeah, I'm square. I'm also, square just Zenu. for the record, fuck Scientology. And, oh, of uh, course. Yeah. But like half the time, if you're just like, okay, like I hear you and valid and stuff like that. And, and people are like, okay, great. Like, you know, it's when you double down i think that's when you like if you want to get canceled like you have to double down you know like you know like you're when you have to be like no like fuck everyone with fetal alcohol syndrome (laughs) you know like you have to you know you'd be like listen i said it and i meant it 
Well, that was a pretty unhinged conversation. I, I don't think I was expecting that to be as unhinged as it was, but here we are. I can I can almost feel like cancerous tumors like growing in my body after that. I think God is probably punishing us after after that episode. This might be a two-parter because we just talked about a lot and uh, it's pretty unhinged and you probably want to hear more of it, I would hope. Unless it was too much, but we're going to get through it together, okay? The mommy needs to be a little bad sometimes, right, you guys? All right. On that note, thank you so much for tuning in today, and I will see you next week. <laughs>